It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, 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 it is time for the Fox Across America Game Ball. An award I give out every week to the guests that maybe, you know, made me laugh or enlightened the show or changed the tone of how my day was going. There's really a, a very slidey, sketchy criteria to the game ball. Sometimes they just happen to buy me dinner after being on the show. Like, it's, again, it's one of the least upstanding things in terms of awards contest. We could never legally do this uh, because, again, there is no scale other than, oh, I liked that one or I thought this one really, like, made a good point. The truth is it's usually the weekly interview that best captures the spirit of the show or the news cycle we happen to be inhabiting at the time. Now, this particular week, uh, the guest that got the game ball uh, is my wife, Jenny Fala, which, again, if this was a legal contest, would not be allowable. The cops might raid the studio, take away the broadcast license, make her forfeit the prize we give away to each game ball winner, which is an all-expense-paid trip to Chick-fil-A on the Sunday of their choice. But the point is, Jenny Fail, a love of my life, a woman who I have been married to now for 16 years this weekend, uh, very much responsible for all of the success. The fact that you know who I am is very much the responsibility or anyway, uh, the fine work of Jenny Fala in that she, like myself, is a really fun-loving gal. Uh, and she has been ride or die from day one when we met at a comedy club back in Cleveland in 2003. And uh, best exemplifies the spirit of what I'm trying to accomplish on the show, which is to be like a force multiplier of excellence. Jenny Thaler really is a golden retriever. And I'm not just saying that because of how she smells. I kid, Jenny, where are you going? Uh, no, the point is, uh, tail's always wagging. She's a good girl. She's a good time. She's smart. She's funny. We love her. And uh, it was really awesome to have her on the show on Friday to discuss what we consider to be the success, uh, the secret to a successful marriage. And I would say uh, the fact that we're both together probably 15 years longer than anyone thought we would last means we can claim success in this union. So without further ado, here's a little Jenny Fela for the game ball. This lady married way up. Can we just start there? I mean, this was uh, our wedding <laughs> song is Loving You by Elvis Presley mm-hmm. is what it is. But for your sake, it should have been. True. Oh, girl. <laughs> Jenny Fela. Yep. Now, the joke of it is on paper, it almost does look like you married up. Because I have, like, a happening career. Right. But let's be very clear. 16 years ago, <laughs> we had a completely different uh, set of circumstances. Yeah, like, I might be considered, like, a first-round draft pick now. You know what I mean? But right. there's a reason Tom Brady was drafted 500th in the draft. At the time, nobody thought he was going to win seven Super Bowls. Right, right. And to be clear, I have won seven Super Bowls in, on Xbox. Yes, you have. Happy you anniversary, have. girlfriend. Happy anniversary. It's my first time seeing you on the big day. I know. On the big day. And I bring up the big day. So, you know, like what I'm, I always do this on the show, how I'm always like sharing our experiences. Yeah. Uh, you know, because a lot of our experiences are based in like basic perseverance. We didn't really start a marriage out with a lot. Right. I mean, my looks went a long way. Let's be they clear. They did. They did. Stop. They carried us. <laughs> they carried us. Was... We got seated first at a lot of buffets. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like, Priority oh, seating? Good. Yeah, get, yeah, get yeah. Get in here. <laughs> Sent these people right away. They were shoving the skinny families out of the way. Uh, but no, uh, we we persevere. But the big the secret sauce for us uh, is absolutely fun. We have had fun 
under every circumstance. So true. And I think it's important to note that that the circumstances were dire from the second you came down the aisle because everything that could go wrong on a wedding day went wrong oh, on our wedding day. Oh, it so did. It was so it's so funny now. It was not funny at the moment, let, but let, it's so funny just now. Just so everyone understands. We were married 16 years ago today at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So two hours, 16 years ago today, at this exact time, I did not have a tuxedo. You did not. No, you didn't. We had ordered a a tux. No, no, we did not order this tux. You you blaming me? (laughs) But I'm not the reason I didn't have the tux. No, I know, but I'm saying I I, I don't want any. Don't try to distance yourself from a scandal because it's their scandal. (laughs) No, I'm just saying the look of the tux. I wasn't trying to get behind that. I did go white tux. Yes. I did go white. It's very suave. (laughs) Because even back then, before I was, you know, a cry for help on cable news, right. before I was fronting a Liberace cover band, <laughs> it really wasn't until Lincoln put on my clothes the night we were here for Gutfeld mm-hmm. that I realized how ridiculous. I always joke that I look like a fat figure skater, yeah. but Lincoln looks so good in my clothes, he, like, demoralized me into going on a diet. <laughs> and it's not working. It's not, even, it's not even working a little bit. But, yes, on the day of our wedding, um, my tux did not show up. Nope. We had ordered it in New York when we got to Ohio. Um, every Everybody else in the wedding party had their tuxes. Yes. I just did not have mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, it was just a parade of uh, almost like inequities. What I mean right. by that is we paid a lot of money for a limo in the year 2006. <laughs> and we got a limo that probably did look fancy in the year 1986. 1986. Yeah. We, got, we actually got the limo from the wedding singer. We did. It was, like, it was like, do you remember when Borat leaves for America and he's in a car being towed by a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's basically what we went to the wedding in. You know, like the navy velvet interior. Yes, like yes, the- yes. <laughs> it was a bad situation. Yeah. You know what's bad when you're actually drinking the stuff inside those crystal vases. Right. Well, remember the the tux or the tux, the limo didn't even show up to bring me to, to the, the church. So my dad's like, everybody pile in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny didn't have a ride to the wedding after all of that. And then when we got to the wedding, we banged out. It was a nice ceremony. It was a yeah. nice ceremony. One of the perks from the ceremony is our wedding videographer. Mm -hmm. I had the audio of everyone receiving communion. And it was funny because I had like a lot of New York comedians, a lot of Jewish friends Mm -hmm. who had clearly never been in church before and all had very interesting reactions. I think the best is our buddy Dean Imperial. Yes. Uh, The the, the priest presented the Eucharist, uh, as everyone listening at home would know if you're Catholic. He says, the body of Christ. Dean goes, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> it, just, it was just bizarre. As someone who was raised in the church, it was funny. But from that moment, okay, that our, our wedding commenced, there was always some type of weird adversity. Even after the ceremony, mm-hmm. if you remember, we didn't know this at the time, <laughs> but there was another mass coming in behind us. Right. So when everyone who attended our wedding left for the catering hall to go get plastered, Jenny, in her wedding dress, had to get up on a ladder and go take down decorations from the church while I held the ladder and vice versa. We mm-hmm. took turns on, you know, undecorating the church. Yes, we did. The unair conditioned two-year-old yes, church. In August. But again, had a great time, did we not? We did. I had a great time. Had a fin- I, we're not, we've not a bad word to say about our, our, our wedding day or our DJ, who no. was horrible. <laughs> Everything that could have went wrong. We had a DJ, Josh, who was clearly DJing through an iPod because you could hear the click wheel spinning between songs. But you know when you hire a DJ, like one song spills into the other. 
And you're like, oh, this is about, you know, yeah. you recognize the new song yeah, coming yeah, on. Yeah, the couple no, no, notes. This ended with you hearing the wire get inserted right, or uninserted right. and him clicking around looking like for a, a song. Like a 15 to 20 second pause. Uh huh. And then another song would come. But how mad can you get? Because out there, the DJ costs you like 35 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, like a, I got him an omelet at a big boy yeah. and we called it even. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, our wedding day was a comedy of errors and we had a great time. And, yeah. uh, you know, when our wedding was over, we didn't really start with a hell of a whole lot of money. We honeymooned. Uh, at Wrigley Field, because mm-hmm. I'm a baller. Yep. That's how I roll. Yep. We went, I'm not even kidding, we went to Chicago um, and just ate ourselves senseless. Oh, deep dish pizza. Probably the best fighting we've done in the history of this marriage because we were just so fat and disgusted yeah. with ourselves <laughs> that our wedding, like our actual honeymoon, was us walking down the street, sometimes on opposite sidewalks, yelling at each other. So true. And then we would make up at the next intersection and go get another snack. <laughs> That's literally... No one, so no one believes me. But if you see pictures from when we were married, like right. remember the when the night I proposed to you, we have pictures. Yeah, I'm like, who is that Ooh. fat animal? Oh my god! <laughs> you leave me alone. <laughs> I told you I was sorry, Jenny Fela. <laughs> I've, I've verbally abused her into a disorder. You got to keep the self esteem low. They don't stick around. They don't stick around if they have self worth, fellas. But my wife is in studio. We're celebrating our 16th wedding anniversary. We are of course monitoring. We're taking the day seriously. There's a hearing going on over the Mar-a-Lago affidavit, but it's a sealed hearing. Like, they're not actually telling us what's happening. Normally, somebody tweets, or there's like a sketch artist or something like that. We don't have any information, so we're just kind of having a a family meeting, and I'm teaching you some life lessons in perseverance. Uh, So we, of course, went from that fancy wedding um, to, at the time, you were a nanny. Mm -hmm. You know, you were watching people's kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing comedy, getting paid weekly. Yep. Do you want to tag it? Very weekly. <laughs> hey yo, come on, pow! Uh, and, and away we went. We away we went in life. We knew we wanted to have a family. We knew we wanted to have a good time. And uh, I I think um, you know for everybody listening at home, I think it's the one thing that screws up relationships is they kind of take their eye off the ball and fight the wrong battles. Like yeah. people compare themselves to how other couples are doing. Mm-hmm. Like in our life, every friend we've ever had up until probably like a year ago. It's doing a lot better than us. Maybe not more interesting. You know, we have yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. lives. Jimmy drives a cab. He does comedy. Jenny makes fancy cakes. Jenny does all these crappy. We've always had cool, interesting lives. Mm-hmm. We've never had any money. We don't actually have a lot of money now because we have this kid who won't stop eating. We have, this, we have this kid in our house who's handing us like a, a $2,000 a week grocery bill. <laughs> Shut your mouth. By the way, how far has his voice come? <laughs> I know. Can we talk about this? I'll give you this, Lincoln. Are you ready? Stop lying to us. And now this, Lincoln. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it makes me so sad. I love that little voice. Oh, it was sweet and innocent, and now we got this monster. Uh, he'll be joining us in a little while. But uh, with a young Lincoln, with an old Lincoln, with anything in between Lincoln, I always make it a point to tell people, as cool as this might look, because we're on TV all the time and all that stuff, we're not actually having any more fun. We're having a great time. Right. But we were always having a great yes. time. And I think for most couples out there, that's what you need to focus on. Like, hey, are you guys having fun? Because, like, the most fun we had is, like, when you lived in Cleveland, I lived in New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because you were far away most days, but it helped. <laughs> but when you – we dated, like, long distance for a year. But whenever we hung out, it was like a vacation. Yeah. You know, because we had to be off from work. Mm-hmm. And that's all we did is we just drove around and ate and had fun yep. and laughed. And um, I think most couples, you know, they have that in the beginning because mm-hmm. someone's new, they're exciting, and you just you, that's what you do. You go have fun. Yeah. Um, but people forget that when, like, obligations and responsibility come their way. They forget how to keep having fun. Right. And I think our one superpower, again, getting past my looks, <laughs> is to keep having fun. Harris Faulkner said I was a 10 on the air today. I called yeah. myself a 6. I, and I said, I'm like, you leave my IQ out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with that. Yeah. Uh, but no, but no I, you're right. You're right. And it's a huge thing. And, and I have to say, I mean, I'm sure your listeners – already think this but you are such a huge deal to why this works because you really are that 
calm voice, when I'm stressed, I'm this, I'm that. You really like you bring so much fun and it's just so easy to just be. And it really so if I could just I mean, you really you 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 do deserve to give advice because you're wonderful at it. Oh, Jenny Fela. And she's just tap dancing around my anatomy. Let's be honest. (laughs) I'm kidding. She doesn't want to say it. I get it. The kid is here. It's a family Jimmy, program. I'm kidding. Stop. Jenny Fela is in studio sharing the secrets to our successful marriage. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm kidding. No, we've always had a good time. We've always, uh, whether we were, you know, broke driving a cab or when Lincoln was born. It's so funny to think, you know, there was a time where I would be like picking you up in a taxi at Penn Station because mm-hmm. you'd like go for a checkup with Lincoln. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. I remember. It's really funny. Once we went, I once drove you back to our apartment. So it's you, our newborn in the car, and I'm driving a taxi. I drop you off. I run inside, and I come out, and I have a parking ticket. Well, he still charged me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I charged him. The meter 30, was running. Thirty-four fifty for the fare. <laughs> so that's what I get for charging you. <laughs> I got to make this money, girlfriend. I wasn't thinking back then. Uh, but no, we were always we were always having a good time. And I think you know to speak to the parents in the audience uh, when like parenting comes along, like that's the ultimate thing. That's yeah. and I wanted to bring this up because like the big issue, you know, right now is obviously what they're doing to kids. You know, in terms of pushing like gender transitions and stuff like that. Um, I don't need a political opinion out of you but as a parent the reason I'm like so vocal about that on the air and like even on TV is because if you've been lucky enough to raise a kid you know that they change a lot mm-hmm. like you don't raise one Lincoln right you know what I mean if you right. if you raised one we would have stuck with the two-year-old right and we'd be killing was- <laughs> it right now I'm kidding but no they change a lot no, you get a absolutely. different version of the kid constantly yep preferences songs toys foods everything in between oh yeah oh yeah and don't you think on some level it's not don't I don't care about the politics, but it, it just seems like reckless. It seems almost barbaric to allow a kid to make a permanent decision about their body. Correct. You, Correct. But you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, even look as you even like teenage into young adult. I mean, th- I mean, just look at how much we've changed just in that 16 years. Mm-hmm. Like you do go through so many phases, oh, yeah. even as an adult. So let alone a child. Uh-huh. Like, you just got just let him be. Let him be. But you're right, though. Like you think about like on the day we got married, like we had hope. Right. You know, I was alive on the inside. Right. I could Absolutely. feel, we could, you know, yeah, we, it was oh, joy. <laughs> I used to like sing along the songs on the radio. Right? No, but it's true. Your life is so fluid and I don't think anyone should be making permanent decisions. I mean, how many people do you know um, that go to college for something they don't wind up doing? <clears throat> I, oh, but fine. <laughs> but but, but yep, what I'm, I know, but what I'm trying to say is you think about that's a decision you make when you're 18. Right. Right. Now we're talking right. about a body-altering decision right. when you're five. Right. And to me, like, that seems barbaric, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, again, since we're teaching a marriage seminar now for two <laughs> people who can't stand each other, I'm kidding, I love you, Jenny, the best. Um, but, but, but for real, like, even when it comes to issues like that, I think if people, you know, pursue politics from the human, the human side, it's easier to figure out um, what your ideology is. Like yeah. a good example of that is I would give you the border. We were yelling about this out number today. Mm-hmm. Okay, the people obviously coming to the border want a better life. You can't fault them for that because we all want a better life. Um, but by encouraging them to come illegally, they're being subjected to horrible atrocities, Correct. you know, rapes and assaults and yeah. drug cartels and everything in between. So you start with that basic situation. You got people who want to come here, um, but you got people that are going to suffer horribly in trying to do so. Forget the politics of what the Republicans want to do, what the Democrats want to do. The human response is, well, how do we stop that thing you just described? Mm -hmm. How do we stop the raping and the smuggling and the people dying in the back of the tractor trailer? Right. Well, if you make them come legally, 
then they can't, they're not incentivized to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so whose side has that? And you go, oh, the Republicans. They want to build a wall. That's where I find myself on issues. I don't just start out and be like, what do the Republicans do when I'm doing it? Right. But that's what everyone else well, is that's, doing. I know, I know. But that's crazy. the common sense way to look at it. You yeah. don't have to, don't like look at, you know, who's saying what. And then I'll align myself with this, you know, really think it through. What makes the most sense? What what feels true in your heart based on like what you truly think, you know, yeah. your humanity. Like mm -hmm. it has to play into that. Talk about it's like for real. If you're a couple out there, you're trying to figure things out. Just human. It's the human element. Go have fun and really think of the human element of every one of these stories. Because what happens now, I think, especially in social media, Jenny, is like I think it's more important to demonstrate empathy online than it is to have it in real life. Yeah. So I think yeah. people take positions online that look empathetic, but they mm -hmm. don't care about anything. Right. And so we don't really subject ourselves to critical thought. Right. By the way, it sounds like we went from having a wedding yeah, celebration to starting a militia. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to the Capitol, Jenny. We're going back. We're going to steal this country back. We're not taking it. See how happy we are when it's just you and me. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out the Fox Across America game ball. I'm going to be... Wrapping things up in the Ozarks tonight, and I will be back here uh, on Monday. You can watch me on America's Newsroom Monday morning. You can check me out on Gutfeld Monday night. And, of course, we'll have a lot of you and me time on the radio before then. So enjoy the pants off of your weekend, and I'll see you Monday. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.